Director Draft. We got we. Tom Hooper. Duncan Jones. We. We bought. Is that Darren Aronofsky? Nicholas Winding Refn. Todd Phillips Jr. Zach Snyder. Mike, hello. Look, Besson. And welcome to We Bought a Mike, a pop culture podcast talking the director draft. I'm Ernest. Yeah, boy. I am Hunter. I'm just <clears throat> Drew. I'm just oh. Drew. The railway Drew? No. Oh, oh. just Drew. Okay. Shank's dead. Wait, did he not get enough delegates? He is presumed missing yeah did he, wait did skimbleshakes just endorse he's biden? not he's not gonna endorse even though biden. he endorsed but he said that biden was racist and now he just now he's endorsing him yeah or? no the the cat platform does not align with the biden platform well, okay listen if skimbleshanks wants to run in 2028 he has to align with the dnc we all know this there's just no other way i actually have breaking news uh skimbleshanks just uh switched parties Oh, okay. So to the GOP, yeah, he is switching to GOP. Yeah. Oh God, bring it all down. I think he's going to be a mole. He said that he's either Bernie or Trump, and those are the only two options. (laughs) Oh, he's one of those fucking absolute. (laughs) He's a Reddit guy. (laughs) Yeah, he's one of like a conspiracy guy. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome to We Bought a Mic. Today we are doing a very special episode for you folks, uh, brought to you by Claw. Black Cherry, which you can now support on Anchor.fm with a donation, and it's time to thank our first ever sponsor of We Bought a Mic, our friend Brett Nemiroff. Hey, Aww. shout out to Brett! Oh, whoa! At the incredible rate of ninety nine. 99 Wabam credits. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? Those credits are redeemable for merch that will be released at a future date. Are they Um, cents? Are they dollars? Yeah. Do you know? I don't know. I actually don't know. What are you talking about? They're cents. He got 99. He gave us 99 cents? Yes. It's like 99. It's like 99 portions of a penny. 99 cents a month. Yeah. It's 99 RuneScape runes. (laughs) Thanks, Brett. You can't do shit with that. One of the funny th- funniest things that Colin, friend of the pod, has done is for, like, over a year, he was the only patron to this, like, really, like, zero, like, nothing YouTubers Patreon. He gave him $1 a month. This guy sucks that he was giving <laughs> money to. But at the beginning of all of his videos, it said special thanks to C. Kent Goody. Ooh. It's giant on the screen because it was supposed to be a yeah. list, but it was just him. Well, from now on, every episode is now brought to you by Brett Nemirov. Exactly. Because he is our uh, monthly supporter on anchor.fm yeah. slash we bought a mic so thank you you are number one and uh, in our hearts in and a year he'll be able to buy us a case of claw well listen <laughs> brian more, more than a year <laughs> brian if you want to yeah if you want to pressure up. people but like the our know. highest donor is our only sponsor for right. the pod that's how it's gonna go so yeah. listen two dollars we will, we will, rename, we will rename the podcast yeah brett nemiroff presents we bought exactly. a brett so two dollars <laughs> and the whole thing is yours brian we forget that brett exists <laughs> all right well we have a very uh intricate plotted planned uh episode here 
it is the first time we're doing this. We're giving this a shot. We've been talking about it, and we just went ahead and pulled the trigger to do it because we want to give you more new segments. We want to spice things up, and um, we wanted a chance to kind of gauge the past uh, history of auteurs and big names in cinema and really have that factor in and what we think the next decade, decade and a half is going to play out by drafting teams of directors. I mean, so we're going to draft three teams each. Um, and there was some last minute changes to the rules. So why don't you guys update me on the specifics? So we did a uh, very sig- sig- subjective uh, choice to make it so we will each draft 10 directors for the next we're projecting what their next 10 years will be Um, of those 10 directors two of them no more no less have to be what we classified as quote unquote 20th century legends right so that means that not only did they make a movie in uh, the pre-2000s, but also... They were, was, like, very well-known. Yeah, it was a yeah. well-known name. So that eliminates... Because somebody like Guillermo del Toro did make a Kronos in 1993, but he wasn't really well-known until he went on to make, like, Blade Two and Pan's Labyrinth and yeah. stuff in the so, early 2000s. So we get... Every single team gets two legends and then eight of whatever else that we yeah. want. And all that we are taking into account is what we think that their next 10 years will yeah. be. Yeah. Not so, not I mean, their past. Yeah, so nothing we're not, to do with their past. I would, like, for example, I would have David Lynch. Number one overall would be my pick in my heart. But, but he's not going to make another movie. I don't think that David Lynch yeah. will make another movie. Are we do, are we counting in uh, TV no. success? Okay, no. so if Fincher comes back and makes a, like can, a masterpiece, you TV can count show. it in, but it it can't be the it's the not. primary factor yeah. in your choice because like I have I have somebody in my in my uh, little pre list that um, is dipping their toes into television, um, but I'm faithful that they're gonna be still making features. Um, and that they're not going to make a full switch to television. So, um, I think that you know we you already outlined the the main rules, but as as far as like what we want to prioritize in our picks, obviously taste and preference is number one is the the top priority here. But I I, I think at least for myself. I do want to think about their ratio of output. You know, yeah. how many mm-hmm. movies are they going oh, I'm, to? That matters. Yeah. How many movies are they going to release in the next decade, decade and a half? And how many of those are going to be great? Well, I mean, that's like you especially have to factor in that when it comes to legends more than anything else is like Quentin Tarantino. He says he's only going to make one more movie. So if you draft him, you have to either think that maybe he's going to be a masterpiece or you are calling his bluff yeah. and you're saying, yeah. <laughs> I think that you're not going to exactly. stop after one more. Also, uh, obviously towards the bottom of the list, but uh, box office su- success and critical awards success. I don't Should, I don't I didn't care about that at all. I, I, that's a, why I'm saying it's, yeah, a, it's, it's at the bottom of the list. It's a little bit of that. I mean, it's these are going to be the most subjective list possible because anybody might look at our list and be like that's stupid yeah. what you guys are doing. But yeah. the the fun part of this podcast is that we have prepared preliminary lists, but those aren't our actual lists because we have a list of 100 directors that we're going to be pulling from and when a director gets drafted they're off the list. Yeah. And so the way that I looked at it is in the year 2030, 
you will be sent to a desert island and all that you will have is the previous decade of the 10 people on your list and that's it like that's that's how i looked at it so like, who not, do i really just want to watch their or shit? 2035 because we're doing like 10 to 15 years so when so we're doing 15 then like, there's no such thing as 10 to 15 we're doing 15 if we're doing we're doing well, 12 they, to that's 13 not as, that's not as important the important part of what you just said is that we're not taking in a, a into account anything before today yeah we're taking into account everything after today so are we doing 15 15 yes. years yeah. yeah 15 years. yeah yeah oh so we're talking 2035 that does change things okay that okay. opens up some things for directors that only make like a movie every five years okay yeah i don't think that that's that big of a of a difference but yeah, we'll go ahead and say uh, 15. I think I know whose team is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say, I uh, I did a lot of research for this list, way more than I should have. I ranked the top 50 directors. Keep in mind, only 30 directors will be drafted here um, and put them all into tiers in my own list, and uh, I yeah. hate myself for oh, the before, that Before I we draft, um, I'll be right back. I'm going to grab a dice so that we can roll for who gets to pick first. All right, so let's go ahead. If we have to draft our next 10 basketball players, uh, to let's do a Bill Simmons exercise to take on the aliens uh, right now. Right now? Um, yeah. Giannis. Giannis? I mean, LeBron did just beat Giannis well, and Kawhi. I mean, LeBron is the team captain. Yeah. Uh, Giannis is the guy who's doing the work. Cause I, he got to have Kawhi. On he's that. the only... Yeah, I know, but Giannis is the only person in the NBA that is an alien. Like, there's just no way that that human could exist in life uh harden uh healthy steph um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's five uh <laughs> do you know any other players? jason tatum no we have one. jason tatum is gonna be on my personal list he's not... jason tatum uh number one in my heart i don't know if he's in my top we 10. have one die zion not multiple Luca. dice. we don't need multiple there are three of us <laughs> Okay. <laughs> do you have any twelve-sided no, die that we could bust out real quick? I thought I thought the dice was also singular, but then I, as I was searching for it, I was like, well, die is singular. Uh, yeah. die. Okay, so any last thoughts? Wait, before why are we, we roll why are we rolling it? We're, whoever oh, we're each gonna roll. Yeah, it. Okay, okay, whoever okay, gets okay, okay, whoever okay, gets okay. the what the lowest number gets to go first. No yeah. highest number. What lowest number? What is that nonsense? You roll for the highest number, and that determines who goes first. All right, all right. Hunter is a game. What kind of psychopath is just? <laughs> you like, have to do what he says. All right, whoever gets the lowest number goes first. The the number closest to the number one. I, Whoa! <laughs> fine, just, Damn. just roll the fucking. Holy I rigged that dice so that I would roll high. But oh, you knew exactly which shit. random board game I was gonna Fuck. plunder. Yeah, yeah. we okay. know you like Yahtzee. Yeah, this this does feel like a way to die. Yeah, mm. this is. Sketchy. So are we going low or high? We'll go low. Let's go low. I'll go low, I, and I, I'll let you go first, Hunter. Here, you get I, first no. roll. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> or you don't want to? Okay, no, you guys go first. I like working last. <laughs> oh, and also because you know it really helps my roll of the dice. Is there? Right, you you, you go first. With. Then you go. First. So we're doing a snake draft. Yeah. Yeah, snake draft. So it goes bloop. One, two, three, three, three two, one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So are we allowed to select if we want the first pick? If we have the first, like if we get first choice, does that mean I can be like, actually, no. I want the second pick? No. You have to. No, you got to Okay, it. so it's all ch it's all chance. Okay, fine. You're going for the lowest number. All right. And he's. All right. Let me, I'll take that what into are account. What you doing? I'm, he's, <laughs> we have claws in, in the way. All right, it's rolled. It's a three. Not bad. Okay, right, right down the middle. Solid roll. Well, the thing is, I'd be, right, I'd I'll, be I'll, all right, all right with going third. Hunter's rolling. There you go. 
A three Okay. <laughs> All right, so, now, Ernest, Ernest, now you you're going to roll a three. And then, and then we'll, we'll decide who wins from us. This, okay. is, this is innovative podcasting <laughs> right here. All right, and three, and roll. It's so a, five. a five. Okay. So okay, you so will it's... be last. Okay. And okay. then we need to do a, a playoff. So I'm five. Okay. A and one. one. All right. So All Drew's right. first, then me, and then Ernie. All I right. almost just hate that. You know, I almost All just right. don't like. You don't want to go first. You get first pick. You Why the first would you pick? want you to have not the get first one pick. pick here, Drew? Who are you? Taking? Yeah, I know, but then I don't get another one until like way. So here's you know, the thing: like, I, I get first and then like sixth. So that Drew, sucks. you could have put draft like an Anthony Bennett of this draft right now. <laughs> you could just go all in, just pick like the worst bomb. I mean, I'll take here. the name that we're all thinking. I'm taking Tom Hooper. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, Tom uh, Hooper is off the board. <laughs> is, uh, no, there's no takesy backsies here, so you got no, Tom Hooper now. I, I I'm s- already locking it in. No, shut <laughs> up. So I suppose this this is rough because I was excited about having like honestly I was like I kind of the third. wanted the third pick. Yeah, yeah it's a great pick to have. Because, Three and four is yeah. great. I am going to take Denis Villeneuve. God. Okay, so I will say. I have a tier one. It's only four people in my tier one. Don't say who they are. I'm not going to say yeah, who you they are. Not. But I am going to draft who is my favorite working director right now, who is the guy who I want to have a beer with and just have talk at me for like an extended amount of time. I know. And that is my guy, Damien Chazelle. Oh, all right. I think you could have gotten him later. I don't want to. Re- I think he is my number one draft pick. If I'm drafting for the future. He is. As far as like being a commercial success and a critical success, I think that he could be the next all-time great Hollywood director. That's a great pick. All right. So we got Villeneuve and Chazelle, which brings us to mine. You have two in a row here. Keep that in mind. <sighs> I got to say, Drew, you took my first pick. Yeah. So now I got to reconfigure, yeah. and I'm going Robert Eggers. Wow. In the first round, Bobby Eggers. That's awesome. Hot damn. I need to fucking mark my list. That is awesome. We're going for next 15 years Bob the Eggman, he was really high on my list. I I just couldn't do it with the first. I was hoping he'd come back to me. Yeah, I mean, if he was going to stay there in like the third round, I I, I put him down lower on my list because I knew that somebody was going to go for it. We're going to need more claws. Oh, shit. <laughs> this you, is why I mean, we did the director's and, draft. And he's got another pick. Second. Woof. All right. I'm already sweating. I got another pick here because we're snaking it. Greta Gerwig. Damn it! So that's who I wanted. That's who I wanted. I'm sorry, Lee. But. <laughs> I screamed. I wonder. I wonder so bad to... on my list. I, I really wonder. I almost thought about going with her with the second pick. But three of the four have been drafted except for one. And I will take with my second pick, Jordan Peele. Okay. Woof. Okay. Nice. So now we're back to me, and I have two in a row. And yeah. I'm actually, even though I lost Greta, who was second on my list, my list is divided into three parts: Legends, uh, 2010s people, and tweeners, mm-hmm. just to like make it easier to think, I guess. But nevertheless, you have Jordan Peele. I'm taking the Safdie brothers. Okay. You got. I thought that they were gonna go. And um, and another reason I'm doing that is because I have another pick here. I'm, I am going to take Bong Joon Ho. Okay. okay, Bong. All right, I 
You didn't take the person who I was afraid you were going to take. Hold on. Um, did we make sure to tell the audience that the <laughs> that it's only two no more no less legends yeah, two no more no but less he's legends. not a legend i yeah. know i yeah, know yeah. but i i just yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to make sure that the we, listeners we get to, know that 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 is so far we have no legends. zero legends drafted again that is largely because a lot of them are not as active as they used yeah. to be however once one is drafted there will probably be a domino effect like quarterbacks yeah. in a fantasy football yeah. draft all right um, hunter but that's not going to happen with my pick because with my third pick i am taking writer director Ryan Johnson. Nice. Oh, woof. I think you could have gotten Man, him later. Man, you're fucking up my list. Already. Oh, no, you're right cuz Ernie would have taken him pretty pretty early. I yeah. I have I'm buying Ryan. You're selling Ryan Johnson's stock. I am buying. I'm not selling. I just he was a little bit later on mine for for okay. tweeners. So, I'm next. Um I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants right now. But I'm going Paul Thomas Anderson. Damn. See now yeah, we have was, our first. I was legend. hoping I was hoping that legend. he would come back around to me. Yeah, that's tough. so. That is, I will say, that is a gamble with PTA because he's a guy who only makes a movie like every four years. But again, so, this is why years. it's critical that we are apparently doing fifteen. So years. that means he has a movie probably three, kind of slated to come out next year. You're and, guessing he'll have at least like and three he's not movies your, in that your span. Spike Jones type who no. takes time. He's off not going to like quit to he, do nothing. And also, he the, can he can do your Tom York. <laughs> Uh, anima Netflix <laughs> things and still do your he'll Phantom still do threads. a movie and the reason he was my number one legend on my list is because same. he does not fucking miss right he yeah. doesn't fucking yeah, I, miss. that's why it's the same thing with me that I have him on my list like PTA has never made a bad movie exactly exactly he, he just fucking hits so you so I get more. I get another pick oh, all right shit let me let me give me a second give me a fucking second here okay. So I got to be really careful here because if I pick another legend, then that means I don't get to pick a, a third legend. Yeah, and you're risking that like. Yeah. It's it's a gamble. Either so, you could take the guys that you want. Or... I know. So here I go. I'm going Matt Reeves. Wow. He's in my he's in my tier two. I think, I, I you, think were... you, you could have gotten him later. I, I don't know. He might have in the next round. He could have, have a, thought about a him. big. He it might just, have come back to him. He just did two massive planet of the apes movies he could do two or three massive batman movies you know those movies make money they're incredibly crafted they have talent behind them this is a no, guy to this, watch no the thing is i yeah this is a great pick because this man's gonna be around and he's gonna make a yeah. good amount that's why another reason i picked villanueva is he's making giant scale movies but he's making them every two years yeah. you know what i mean like he's, he's knocking them out it's quality and quantity yeah exactly so that's right, fair. It's, that's fair. It's, so uh, it's Hunter. I'm drafting a guy who I think has the potential to be the next great, all time great horror director, and that is Ari Aster, Robert yep, Eggers' spiritual brother. Man, I can't believe you took Eggers so early. I'm so pissed <laughs> off at you right now. I know. I really wanted him. Eggers to. is my I, fucking guy. My dream was to have Aster and Eggers on my team, and they could just bro out. The chemistry on my team would be insane. Whatever. I got my safties. I, don't I need, had my I don't two chemistry boys. <laughs> you got Bong Joon Ho and Villeneuve too. And the don't safties. Give me shit. Come on, guys. Don't give me fucking shit. Come on, right y'all. So now we're in interesting territory because I'm. I'm not only thinking about what I want, I'm thinking about what you guys want. And 
there are, is a. Are you going for the fucking knees right now? <laughs> no, I'm You're just thinking for the throat. No, no, no. I'm not being aggressive. Like I might. That. I could. Could I draft a guy and then trade him to you for a? <laughs> that well, that I was thinking about that when picking these. I was like, I could just steal a hunter's guys <laughs> and just make him pay, like pay me money or something. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about. There's a big gap in between this and my next pick, and am I willing to risk with certain people? Well, you have two waiting. picks here. I exactly, but it's just. Because there's one that I know I'm valuing them at picking them right now. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I don't know if I'm going to take them right now. Clock is ticking, Drew. I am it's going. fucking ticking. I'm going to take David Fincher with one of mine. Oof, okay. Are we sure that this guy is going to do output the next 15 years? I think, yes. I think this is David Fincher we're talking about. He's had a lull. I think we're going to get. A mind hunter this to me, past decade. I I envision us getting three minimum from Fincher because mm-hmm. I already got Mank coming up. I think that he wants to establish himself beyond where he already is in like film history. I think he really wants to be a great. So that's one of mine. Oh, Jesus, dude, this sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. You know what? I'm gonna take who I want to take right now. And that is Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Okay, they're in- they are so so good, and they their output is incredible. Mm-hmm. They already have a bunch of shit lined up. Over so the next remember, years. we're we're talking only directing. Here. Yeah, this is I not know, producing I know. And, or writing, but they have uh, Phil Lord. I looked at he has two things lined up, and they both look incredible over the next two years to direct with Miller. Obviously. And they're not going to get fired in the middle of production. Shut up. Eh, maybe my next pick ron howard <laughs> no you gotta double <laughs> no i just they they are so good always and they incorporate i i love the craft of a good uh kid friendly movie that's not just for kids and i think that they you know they have that market nailed down they do have something called last human yes in development based on a book yeah and something called artemis so they they are going into some original territory. Which they're they're going to be want. they're going to be real busy over the next fifteen years, and by the end of it, I think we're going to be talking about them a lot higher than we do now. And I already think we should be talking about them among the best in the whole industry because they're so so good, so underrated guys. I'm going to take another pick that's similar to my Ryan Johnson pick. It's somebody who's taking a big budget franchise and has put their own individual creative twist on it and made it arguably the best in a long running series and that's why i'm picking ryan coogler coogler the coogs hey yeah i you know i i stand by my take coogler has made three movies and all of them are incredible what what does he have going on soon black panther 2 black panther 2 but i think that after that he's he's gonna do he's gonna try like even in between making other movies he's gonna be making like well he his own passion he has he has a tv show and a movie lined up yeah the movie is called wrong answer it's starring michael b jordan yeah yeah it's a it's a true story about uh, some kids who cheated on some tests i think so it is a yeah it is a small scale movie that's a good sign for coogler like Mm -hmm. he's going small again and I I stand by my take that that uh, Black Panther was a lot of missed potential. Still a good movie, but Coogler uh, was trying really hard to infuse it with uh, 
a lot of things that were just too big for the Marvel box. Yeah. Well, and you and, you kept saying like you wish that the lead was cast as like you know like Matthew McConaughey, Ben Affleck. You know. Yeah. Ernest, notable racist. On the you were hoping the villain would be like I don't know Jesse Plemons. I think I think that that <laughs> Black Panther two has the potential to maybe capitalize on that potential a little bit more of a blank check, uh, and that's very soon you know two years away three years away something like that Mm -hmm. all right so that brings us to my next pick guys i gotta do it i gotta go wait no i don't know if i can right now (laughs) you have two picks just think you have have two two picks i i'm scared about picking another legend though because i want to i want to pull the i know who you want if you're looking at legends i know you're gonna do you have any legends hunter i don't oh no i'm waiting on him it's like a good it's like a quarterback i'm i'm I'm, I'm good i'm I'm, patient out i'm I'm freaking out right now i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it i'm happy with the legends later on in the list i'm not mad mess with those guys i'm gonna go trey edward schultz Whoa! Shit! Yeah. God damn you! You know how much I love Trey. Edward I Schultz. I think this guy is is really flying under the radar right now. His movies are not getting the um the recognition that maybe they they deserve. Um, but if anything, waves prove that he has a lot of ambition, a lot of creativity. Uh, I don't think that movie worked for everyone, but it fucking worked for me. And I think that the next 15 years are going to be really good for this guy. I think he has a, a big promising career ahead of him where he's just going to get to flex his wings. So right. I get another pick, right? Yep. Um, We're entering what? Round six? Yep. Round wow, six. Wow, this is, this is flying I'm ab- by. I'm about to pop off right now. Oh, no. Yorgos Lanthimos. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I was, Shit. I was, was going to get him, too. I was going to draft him yeah. next, with my next pick. I was going to take I really was. I was hoping that you guys just kind of forgot about the favorite. <laughs> like, I could just, like, I could never forget about how. Masterpiece. That is one of my favorite movies of the last decade. Yeah, weird-ass movies from this guy. The Lobster. Um, what was the other one? Killing of a Sacred Deer. Killing of a Sacred Deer. One of the most bizarre yeah. performances that I've ever just seen in my life. Guaranteed strange, original, unique cinema from Yorgos Lanthimos. Mm-hmm. He's on my team. No, that is a good, great pick. No one can disagree. That is an awesome pick. <sighs> He's fucking awesome. And also, he just proved that yeah. he can direct something that he didn't write. Also, the favorite was his first that he didn't write. Exactly. And we're officially past the halfway point. Yeah. So... Hunter cracking another cold Shit. one. Oh, that's when you were waiting to crack. Oh, it. I, I didn't, didn't know realize. we were supposed to wait to. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, nobody's I'm, drafted I'm this deep. guy yet, and I think it's because uh, he's kind of been forgotten about because nobody saw his last movie that he made that came out last year or two years ago at this point. That was a great movie that nobody saw. Am I going to take Barry Jenkins? No, yeah, oh, no, that's a great wow, pick. That was really nice. that was I was that was close to my. Right I now. have Chazelle and Barry Jenkins can argue about Moonlight versus La La Land. You got them on I'm the going, team. I'm going. I'm thinking about them as like a chemistry. Uh, I'm. I'm all going for like. I want my guys to get along here. I need somebody to reel Chazelle in when he's on his shit. Like you can't just have like Kyrie Irving and then like a quiet guy on the team who's just like, yeah, the Earth is flat. No, gotta keep keep everybody in order. I'm at a critical juncture here. What we're dealing with is the 2010s people are going quick, it seems like to me. Mm-hmm. The, the 2010s, like, stars. Mm-hmm. So because of that, and also because of the blank check factor here, uh, 
fuck, man. Fuck, it's man. tough. I know. We're it's down. Tough. Well, there's just there's one People that I should have made tears like me. I'm good to go. I'm, I got my shit in order over here. Whatever. I'm gonna take Taika. Nice. Ooh, okay. Like he that. does have Thor four coming up, so he's still doing the the big studio. But yeah. he still is gonna make his like in between Ragnarok and Thor four. He made a yeah. movie like, and I feel like Thor four might be it Marvel wise for mm-hmm. him. Um. He he's not I like there are filmmakers on my list that I like better than him, but I think he's gonna make some really great shit in the I next fifteen you, years. Like you liked, really great. You like JoJo way more than Hunter and I did. Yeah, um, not not even way more. Uh, but I think that he's capable of anything he wants to do, especially comedically. He he's very gifted at dr- uh, directing comedy, and that's rare. There aren't many yeah. directors I, who are that good. I think that. I mean, obviously, JoJo was an adaptation, but I think he's at that point now where he does have his blank check. Exactly. Um, and he does have some stuff lined up. Does anybody have it pulled up, what he has lined up? But I think that that big blank check movie is going to happen within the next five years. I think and that it's he's going to tell a lot. The The love that JoJo got, I think that this man is going to direct a best picture in the next 15 years. Yeah. I mean, I to me, what we do in oh, the shadows. Oh, he's got Akira. He's still slated no, to direct that's Akira. That's not going to happen. Man. It might. Come hey, on. Man, it's. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's still on IMDb as it's in uh, pre-production. It's in development. Also, if you want to take into account TV, which we're not really, but it might as well uh, bring it up. He is in the Mandalorian, and he. Um, directed directs, one yeah. of the best episodes of the entire season if not the best probably so oh and i was going to talk about what we do in the shadows too well yeah that's I what i was going to say is like to me i mean the oscars don't reward movies like that but to me that is like quality worthy awards best picture shit i fucking love what we do in the shadows i think maybe something more like hunt for the wilder people would be more oscary um mm. Did he write that as well? I'm, I think he did. Um, he wrote... Yeah, he did. Yeah, so I think that if he makes something like Hunt for the Wilder People uh, coming up, or even What We Do in the Shadows, that's a full auteur vision, you got a, a, a big one on your hands. Uh, I think you got another pick, Drew. Yeah, and I know who it is. It's going to be Chris Nolan. <laughs> he is so he was gonna go higher on my list but since he's not a legend i should have taken i didn't him. i didn't go well that's why he ended up him. higher on my list because he i wouldn't have taken him as a legend but as just anybody it's christopher nolan as like a whoever i mean my god also this is the rare person that has been around forever who puts out a movie every two or three years like mm. without fail for the last like 20 dude tenant looks tenant looks great amazing. are we sure that the best isn't behind him with nolan uh no we're not dude wait till tenant this shit's gonna you watch the imax off. preview and it's like you coming out of inception for tenet the first looks awesome time. dunkirk proved that he's still interested in pushing the form forward mm-hmm. as far as experimentation exactly. goes uh there is there is i guess you could say there's a ceiling to what he accomplishes but the ceiling is really high uh it's just not like perfection i guess uh, and the floor is real high as well. Like, he will not make a bad movie over the next 15 years. He's going to make some really great shit. And there's going to be, I might have five or six films from Nolan alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. He makes a lot. Do you think he'll do another franchise? Or do um, you think he'll, I don't he'll think stick so. to original Batman type? is such a unique franchise in itself because, I mean, the story 
as so much like less about like superhero aesthetics than it is about like interpersonal things, which I think mm-hmm. is why so many people are drawn towards the Joker character, or towards like wanting to remake Batman and make it in their vision. That I don't see him going back to well, a different franchise. Also, aside from franchises, another reason I picked him is because he doesn't stray into any other medium. He just makes movies. Yeah, like that's, that's all he fucking does, and he's gonna make a bunch of them. And he's and he wants them to be big. He wants them to be in the theater cinema. Yeah. You know? He wants to be a big deal, and I just don't see his desire to do that going away over the next 15 years. He just wants to make movies, you know? All right, Hunter. All right, well, Nolan isn't a legend, but I'm going to take my first legend. Uh Uh-oh. Are you ready, ready, Ernest? Are you ready, Ernest? I don't know. I'm taking the Coen brothers. Oh, Oh, man. I'm taking them. Damn. Uh, Once again, they also make movies like every two to three years or so, and... I think that their best work might be behind them. That's, but that's why proving, I didn't prioritize picking them, I think. Their best work might be behind them, but they still put out consistently great stuff. Like, everything, even like some of their movies that have come out this past decade might not be in their top three movies, but like, Ballad of Buster Scruggs is still a really fun movie. That was Hail a, Caesar yeah, is that a fun was a great movie. Watch. Inside Lewin Davis came out six seven years ago like that's not that far removed from a movie like that coming yeah. out and i want to see them i think that they might go with age go back into a movie that is full-on dour so uh, yeah. they are they're filming macbeth they're filming Mac- well filming macbeth i was just and about then... to say that that's only joel oh ethan is not working on so macbeth. unfortunately we didn't, you I, didn't know you do not get I, that <laughs> that's there's not... no i'm sorry <laughs> I'm going to. You only get half the awards. You get half an Oscar. Okay, I'll take half. No, you're only allowed when that comes out. You can watch half of it, and that's it. Like (laughs) you got to walk out. That's one. Look at your watch (laughs) and say, "Shit, it's time." Because I can't just draft two directors and like get both. You know, as one pick. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that brings (laughs) us to my next pick, guys. I'm going Bo Burnham. I he's in my <laughs> if he was around I was going to take him. I should have taken him instead of Taika honestly. For for me, I want to watch Bo Burnham shit movie. I mean forward. if we're if we're talking if if this draft means like a season pass to show up to anything that this person makes, this no. is the guy. I just, I'm not going to miss a single no. solitary second. I mean, for my personal list, he would be in my top 5 because I am floored by what he's accomplished already and what he accomplished doing theatrical stand-up in like his early 20s and even teens he his ceiling is fucking limitless yeah there's nothing this man cannot do uh i'm i mean i'm a fucking obsessed with eighth grade i think it is possibly the best directed movie of 2018 like i hell yes it's fucking but the writing too i mean this isn't a writer's draft but this is a guy that is fully just caked into a character and a story and is realizing it in a way that few people are able to and for it to be his first first movie is unreal to me i can't wait to see what he does i'm so excited i know he has a follow-up coming up with uh jabuki white and i really think the next decade and a half is looking uh pretty promising for Bo. so i i 
I know that his career has taken a lot of ups and downs and less than rights. And yeah, that's the question is where, what is he going to want to do in 10 years? Yeah, we don't know if the next decade is going to be packed with feature films per se. Well, it's just but he, I'm hopeful. I think I don't know. To me, to get into film from stand up is a sign that you want to increase the scale of what you're yeah. working on. And I don't know if you can increase it beyond making a feature right. film and and just based on eighth grade like it's not increasing it to make like epic huge expansive blockbuster type things it's a very intimate small scale story so it seems to me like instead of him broadening out and zooming out he's almost zooming in so that's kind mm. of what I'm what I'm banking on here is that he's just always gonna be looking to how he can hone in on these smaller more concise characters and stories so i got one more pick um we're getting we're getting into the we're getting here. into the fucking wire yeah. here boys and god damn i i have to make a call here i have to make a fucking call i'm going edgar wright no that's fine okay that's def like that was that was in the running really for prolific pick. guy every yeah. film um hugely entertaining and uh just really well crafted and stylized in high floor way. and he definitely likes making movies yeah. and he's not that old he's pretty i know young. i know baby driver didn't really you know work for everybody and it was i like ba- baby driver it's I a will really say, well-made movie i uh since having like cable again that movie is on all the time and it's like it's such a classic cable movie. One of the you best just, opening You put it scenes. on and you're like, oh shit, I love this scene. I'm just going to stick around for the next yeah. like 30 minutes. Mm. I'll, I will, like the only reason that he's lower on my list is because of Baby Driver. I, I didn't like it very much. Yeah. Did not. But then you've got, you know, Scott Pilgrim, Shaun of the well, Dead. Well, no, he has an incredible catalog and he's very productive. Yeah. And that's why, like he w- could have been my next pick. He has a new you know movie what I mean? coming out this year that is going to tell us a lot about what's next for him. And well, it's, I mean, also it's going to be good. Like yeah. even Baby Driver is like good. objectively good. Yeah. I just didn't like it. Right. You know? All right, Hunter. <sighs> so I'm between two guys right now. And I'm really, I'm looking at Hunter IMDb just pulled out a whiteboard. stuff. He's like just making hieroglyphics on this whiteboard. I want to talk through my thought process, but I know that I can't do that on mic when you guys are listening here. So I'm going to go with the guy who I know has a shit ton of stuff lined up and who I think will be around and we will be talking about as far as awards buzz go and just kind of critical reception goes and i'm gonna go ahead and take james mangold mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. this is a little bit of an unexpected pick i will say i did well, not think this guy he, was gonna get drafted he's one of the the tweeners who had 90s movies but he's not a legend yeah. yet and he you're right he has stuff lined he up he has so apparently much stuff he's making up. indiana jones 5 yeah he's making the next indie movie That's he's making an indie wild. movie he's making so many different things like if you just go and yeah. look at his he upcoming made logan he's very Ford interested ferrari yeah. i mean because he has been a guy who's just like working around he did like walk the line and also, stuff like that isn't but... he making the um bob dylan movie with timmy he is making the bob dylan movie he's making a joe namath movie um, I think this is one of those guys who wants to be a legendary director. Yeah, he's been going electric is the name and of the Bob Dylan. Yeah. Movie. So he's going to be like, we are going to be yeah. talking a lot about James Mangold in the next decade. I think that is a good pick. It's you, Drew. 
So I have two picks here. It's getting really tough. It's getting really hard. You still haven't picked a legend, by the way. I've picked David Fincher. He's a legend. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I might take my second here. I think, though, that before that, I'm going to take... Alex Garland. Shit. That was okay. the guy. That was the other guy who I was stuck between. It was literally between Alex Garland okay. and James Mangold. Have you guys seen thing. Devs yet? No, I know he directs all of and, the I, and I know it's good. He wrote and directed every single episode of this eight episode <laughs> miniseries. So not a film, not a feature film. So this is who I was alluding to earlier about him dipping his toes into television. Mm. So. I hope that he doesn't go all the way in because I no, love Annihilation won't. and I love Ex Machina. Well, the fact that he wrote and directed all the episodes tells you he's going to just do movies. Yeah, like, you, like you don't, you don't do, you don't like if you really want to get into TV and you show like, run, you be yeah, you become a producer credit guy, mm-hmm. like where you just you know you have your name on everything. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's like auteuring a show, you can't do that nonstop. That sucks. I, That's I hard. Really wanted him. Like it really was between those two, but I think the reason that pushed me towards mangle is that he has nothing else lined up i think that he will still be active but i mean ex machina came out in 2014 and then it was four years later so like he's not gonna be a guy who's just cranking out material although i will say the two things that he two movies that he has written and directed i love both of so yeah they're phenomenal yeah they're both got another pick both awesome movies he's he has ideas i feel like Mm -hmm. i feel and i also he he's another guy that i feel like he wants to be a name we're gonna need to talk about devs because that is a show that is working through a lot of big ideas my next pick is going to be someone who is productive who is a legend according to our list and who you're going and who i also think possibly his best may be in front of him. It's Noah Baumbach. Oh, my God. Whoa. That was not where I thought you were going to go. What do you think? Wes Anderson? Yeah, that's where I thought you Wes were going Anderson's to go. Wes Anderson's best is behind him. I'm is willing it, to say it right is now. Is it? Yes. I no think that he. I think that he will win an Oscar. I think that he could win an Oscar this year. I think that his best, though, is oh, behind yeah. him. Well, we're on I think Bob's that he, No, I think Grand Budapest Hotel is his best movie, and it signals what's to come. I, I think he has hit a... a such a, a precise and unique mark that nobody else can hit, and he's just going to keep refining. He's going to keep sharpening that. I just don't see it. I like I see him as he's not a one trick pony because he has many tricks, but I I don't see him breaking yeah. from his mold. But you Did are, you draft you are, this because you know I'm a bomb back boy and you had a feeling. No, I'm a bomb back. To take him. The thing is, Marriage Story is incredible. The style that he helped. Uh, usher into the 21st century has taken a hold he can make whatever he wants now you know what i mean like he can he can literally do anything he is like uh, one issue that i had was he is writing things for greta he wrote the barbie screenplay for greta or with greta um are we even sure that's going to happen but this is a really really all the ken dialogue this is an extremely productive director whose style has only become more fresh with time. Yeah. And he's not an old fuck. He's still got a lot of pep in his step. I don't know if he's got... I, see, you said the best is ahead of him. I don't think that... Maybe the most critical success is ahead of him, but I don't think that... I don't know if his best is ahead of him. I think that he has a movie in him 
almost in the vein of Little Women, not quite like that, but a movie that is bigger in scale and he yeah. handles it perfectly yeah. because he hasn't done it yet. And I th- really, really think that he's going to be getting phone calls nonstop because Marriage Story, you know, it got a lot of uh, press. Yeah, 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 exactly. I think he's going to be getting calls to do like bigger things. And I think if he chooses to do that, it will be great. He's not even one of he's he's not like my favorite director, but I, I think that his next 15 years, like on the legends list, I think that he's number one for me. I'm beyond to, like of who's left. I'm trying to see what else he has lined up, at least for directing. Uh, nothing. There's nothing uh, on the <laughs> yeah, docket no, for him. But he, he's an auteur. Yeah. So he's going to decide when there's something next. Wow. That was pretty unexpected, but I'm glad he got drafted. Hunter, what you got? Well, that kind of threw me through a little bit of a loop here. Now I'm having to reevaluate my list. Maybe we should have like somebody come in and commentate our <laughs> pod, like provide, like like when they do pool and you have the guy in the in the commentator. Booth I'm, I'm that's, thinking, that's, that's the main sport that has well, commentators is pool. So here's here's the th- <laughs> hunters lining up the shot here. Here's the thing. This is round eight. So Ernest is going to take a legend here with his last pick. No, I have two more picks. Yeah, but they're back to back. So well, I already, take... already have a legend. This yeah. is round no, nine. No, no. You're round nine. Yeah, yeah. So oh, because I, I have two picks. You have back two. To back. You're going to yeah. take one of the legends left, and I'm looking at them here, and I'm between two legends, and I'm deciding if I want to go with my heart or with my brain, and going with my heart always lets me down. So I'm going to take Wes Anderson. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's no. That's he, a totally he, fair pick. He had to get drafted. Like he. Yeah. I there's one more and I hope that you take him Ernest. I'm depending on you here cuz otherwise <laughs> Yeah cuz I will be upset. <laughs> I can't take out. another you got one. Yeah, I can't take West. another one. Um okay. Yeah, so that brings us to me. Well, I know who your next legend is going to be. I know for a fact. I'm I'm sweating. I know I know I know you Ernest. I'm sweating. I feel like Ernest. Just it's... if you if you pick your legend with your heart, then we all know who it's going to be. I know, but there but there's there is... there's somebody on my list that I feel like I need to pick. Well, but... you can take the person on your list and the legend. You have two picks here. I know. I know, but you don't know what my list I'm is. I'm almost I almost want to pick something for my heart of hearts that I know probably is the wrong pick, but I might take it with my last pick. Okay. Okay. (sighs) Breathe. All right. First, not a legend. I'm going Chris McQuarrie. Shit! God damn it! (laughs) That was who I wanted so bad. I would almost got him, and then I was like, fuck, but then I have to get a legend here. God damn it. I wanted Christopher McQuarrie so fucking bad on my team. Just that so was then I could have exactly. the Mission Impossible movies. To no, look yeah, because there are two more he slated for. That was one guy that I was I was almost like I almost left him off my list because I was like, they're gonna take him. <laughs> like they're gonna get him earlier. I, I was wanted. he was my dream last Whoa. round pick that I could just have at the end of the No, draft we, we got about. two back to back mission movies coming up. Tom Cruise will die in one of them. <laughs> Don't know which one. Will it be his ghost in the second one? We're going to have to see. He is contractually obligated to be in the second movie, even if he is killed in the production <laughs> of the first one, which is actually the seventh one. It's seven and eight, right? Um, and then beyond that, I think those two movies are going to establish him as like the go-to guy for big budget 
uh, boundary pushing action. And of course, he's going to keep working with Cruz. He's working with Cruz right now on Top Gun Maverick. He worked with him yeah. on a bunch of other projects. As a ninth round pick, this is a really strong pick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I This is a guy that's going to be making a lot of stuff. And yeah. it's, there's no way it's going to be and bad. And it's crazy that he, he made it onto the scene by writing The Usual Suspects. And he won uh, an Oscar for that. But who would have thought that this would be the guy that you would count on to give you big, bold, boundary-pushing action in a world of green screens and CGI? Like, this is the guy you want to wow you in the theater mm -hmm. so it's mccrory it brings us to my number 10 and final pick it has to be a legend and as much as i would love to pick somebody else i gotta go with steven spielberg oh oh yeah so that's not the steven that you should have drafted and once again Every day of our lives, we take we take Steven Soderbergh for granted, and everything that Steven Soderbergh does, and his high output, and how amazing he is, and I almost wish that I would have gotten Ernest, him instead I'm of Wes shocked. Anderson. It's got to be Spielberg. You man. didn't take Quaron? No, I'm going Spielberg. Wow, I yeah Spielberg. I, I don't think that he's going to make another great movie in his I whole think life. He will I think he will? You think so? And I I also think that maybe like seven years from now, I think he's done, like dead. Just done directing. Oh. Like he's in a state where he's like in he's his eighties, and he's, he's in just a bus done. looking out with his corpse. I don't know. Just his last few movies to me have just not been great. He hasn't made a great movie in a long time. I think you can count on him to at least give you something that is. I I don't know, man. I don't agree with that. Did you ever see Bridge of Spies? That's what? a fantastic. Yeah, I know. Movie. I said last few though. That's not That's what it was. Twenty thirteen. No, That's that was fifteen. That was fifteen. That's. 28 years ago, Ernest. <laughs> Spielberg is one of the greatest... That was in uh, Obama America. One of the greatest filmmakers of all time. And if he... You're right. He's, you know, getting there in his age. But if we just had Scorsese give us his swan song, the masterpiece that was The Irishman, I think that Spielberg can give us more like you got to count on this guy you got to you got to put your money on one of the greats to bring it in before he croaks to give us something truly magical and masterful and i granted he maybe he has been coasting a little bit with your ready player ones and you're the posts but he he in the ready 20 player one is a top to uh steven spielberg in the maybe. 21st century alone he gave us minority report he gave us War of the Worlds. He gave us a Bridge of Spies. War Horse. <laughs> yeah, you got your War Horse in there, I too. just... You know what, what really... Like, he wasn't even on my list because part of the reason is one of the Hollywood Reporter roundtables, it was the producer's one, and it was the producer that worked on The Post, and they were talking about how Spielberg had someone else just do basically everything so all he had to do was show up and say action to be no the director way. yes that's some that's 100 percent true shit. yeah he like there were you know like the the dp and like this the ad basically they set everything up so he just had to be there because he's old and he's busy i think that in the recent past he's given us some gems right you know i i know that we're already in 2020 and 20 years have gone by in this uh, century so far. But 
for a guy that defined himself as one of the legends of the 20, 20th century, the 21st century has proven to be incredible for him. You know, you got Catch Me If You Can, you've got Munich, um, again, Minority Report, even something like Lincoln. You know, he has been he has been good, and there's been some duds in there, but Spielberg, he's my guy. I got to ride for him. Now, well, see, now I regret taking Bombach because there now there are people available that I, <laughs> you know what I mean, that I, I figured just wouldn't be when it came back to me. Whatever. All right. Well, Hunter, it's your pick. Your final <sighs> round. Hold on. I'm doing a little bit of research real quick. So I'm going for a big swing here for my last pick. And between a couple different people, who are either newer on the scene or don't have a lot lined up. And you know what? This really hurts me to have to leave this guy off because I really wanted somebody to draft him. But I'm going to draft somebody who has only made one movie and they made their first movie last year, and that is Lulu Wong. Damn it! That Whoa. was literally my pick. What are the fucking odds, man? Lulu Wong. I. What are the odds? I really wanted to avoid people who only made one movie because I didn't want a Dan Gilroy uh, situation. I didn't want somebody who is a one-hit wonder, but I don't think that she is. I think that uh, she has so much potential to be like a master of the craft. Well, she's and she's, she's going someone, to be around. Speaking of Hollywood Reporter roundtables, yes, and exactly. Hers, her roundtable is incredible. Well, like, it's not just yeah. like everything she says is right, but the vibe you get from her, she's fucking hungry, man. Yeah, yeah. she is ready to go and she knows the politics and the business yeah. of it she was my last round pick i wrote down next to her name last round yeah she I'm, is i'm happy that she, she is ready man i thought that she was going to go earlier and that's why i couldn't i wanted to get somebody else on my list who you take your last pick and i'll tell you who i wanted to take <sighs> i don't know you well, you you already picked your your legend, right? So there's one guy. You gotta have your guy. I there are six people left. There are four people on my tweeners list. Wait, no, you have two legends, right? Yeah, I have both yeah, yeah. of my legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so there what I'm are saying. four people on my tweeners, and then two on my 2010s that are left right now. So on my tweeners, I have Kaufman, Ben Stiller, Spike Jones, and the Russo brothers. On my 2010s, I have Krasinski, and guess who? Lee Winnell. Yeah, Lee you know what the Lee Russo Winnell brothers are making next? They're, if we they're signed doing... a deal with Tom Brady. You yeah, see that? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to pick the Russo brothers. <laughs> yeah. So can I can I retract Lulu Wong? And, <laughs> no. And I'm, can we do a draft day trade where you draft? Ernie, the thank Russo's you so much for reminding them. me of that because I will not draft. Them. I don't. I don't know what that, that yeah. is. The thing is, there's no but, stakes. I'm now here for it unless it's a documentary about him leaving the Patriots. In which go fuck yourself, Russo no, brothers. I no, it's you. actually. I heard it's going to be a rom com about him and his son. <laughs> people kiss their kids okay i'm sorry that your parents didn't show affection to you no they did it just wasn't a sexual um there are no stakes because whoever i take like whoever i don't take is just not drafted right they're free agents we can drop somebody that no way <laughs> no way not acceptable i wish that i could take quarone at this point but also the man took five years between Gravity and yeah, uh, you know, like so. It's so Quaron is a legend. Yeah, yeah. Quaron was not a legend. He's but. on my legends list. Yeah. Well, just take not Quaron then. So, 
shown the best is behind him. We, unfortunately, we, it hurts me to say that. Unfortunately, though, we did, but... in fact, just decide. I remember pre-pod that he's not a legend. Yeah, so you can, you can get him. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take Quaron yeah, with yeah. my last pick in the <laughs> whole draft. Yeah. So I think, about I think that. That you should just go ahead and not take He's not Quaron. highlighted. Wow. He's not highlighted. He was my second legend on my list, <laughs> and I just got him for free. <laughs> That is incredible. I so I do I love Coron, but I don't one, like you said, he does take a long time in between projects and also like I mean, personally Itu Mamatabian is my favorite thing they've ever done, but even like Children of Men and stuff like that, like we are ten plus years away from that. Listen, Ernie took Spielberg. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to hear about ten plus years. <laughs> not, I didn't defend Spielberg pick either. Roma's fucking incredible. Yeah. Roma's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Roma's like so like how can you say that that is that the I don't best like reading so I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So who has the most woke list? Probably me. All right. Uh, so I definitely have four people of color. And let's uh, <laughs> let's recap our list. So I have Robert Eggers, Greta Gerwig, Paul Thomas Anderson, Matt Reeves, Trey Edwards Schultz, Yorgos Lanthimos, mm. Bo Burnham, Edgar Wright, Chris McQuarrie. And Steven Spielberg, and I think of Steven Spielberg as like my uh, my old dude in the in the he's background. The, the old guy still got it. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's he's just in the background. He's like, yeah, you go get him, kids. I believe in you. Yeah. All right. So that is, that's a really good list, and yeah. it has a few people that I could have sworn I would end up with, like Bo Burnham and Eggers specifically. I could have sworn I would have had them. I just I I wanted I gotta admit I was kind of like flying by the seat of my pants most of the time trying to cope with uh, the picks that were flying from under me but I did want to strike a balance between people I knew were guaranteed a great decade ahead and more so kind of like the projection people, yeah people that may not be a hundred percent guaranteed so. so I'm actually I. I end up being extremely happy with what yeah, I have. Read, read your list. <sighs> David Fincher, Alfonso Cuaron, Noah Baumbach. Three, in my book, legends. Then you go on, you get Denis Villeneuve. Well, that was your first number one yeah, pick. I yeah, I mean, this is because moving forward, this is probably the most promising. Not promising because he's already uh, lived up to his promises. Yeah. He, he's the most guaranteed good guy. Bong Joon-ho. Oh uh, yeah, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, personal favorites of mine, but also just guaranteed great directors, mm-hmm. uh, who also like dive into animation as well. So I'll have some animated stuff going on. Chris Nolan, another guy. God damn, you another got Nolan. Fuck. Well, that's another tweener. I took advantage of the tweeners here because he doesn't qualify as a legend, so he could just go whenever. Right. But it's Christopher fucking Nolan. Right. Uh, Alex Garland, very promising. Mm-hmm. Uh, made two movies that I love, both of them. And he's another guy that it seems like there's not quite a ceiling to what he can do. Mm. Well, it's still it's still early days for him. Yeah, you know, I, I too. Yeah. yeah, I think Devs is is gonna show us a lot of what he can flex. But even that, it's still a, it's still a TV show, so it's yeah. not like it, he's getting a, a massive exactly. Uh, but it payment. has buzz. Yeah. It's got fucking buzz. Then Taika Waititi, who. Doesn't miss, and also I truly, genuinely, he's the one on my list that I most, well, one of two that I think definitely has the best in front of him. What We Do in the Shadows is incredible. I think that he has more comedy in him that will change 
not change comedy, but it will define comedy moving forward in film. And then, of course, come on, Safety Brothers. Yeah. I got the fucking Safety Brothers. Yeah. I got the fucking Fuck. Safety I mean, come on, man. God damn. They are going to fucking pop off. Yeah. They have infinite ideas in their crazy ass heads. <laughs> yeah. They will make whatever they can in the I next mean, they better, years. They're they're gonna they better lock yeah. down. They better go ahead and lock down Kevin Garnett. He's getting calls. <laughs> they're going to like yeah. run him like universal if, like how like old school studios would do where they just like buy an actor and they're like, "Yeah, all of your movies are made through us." It's now. like it's like Gerwig's Sorcha Ronan. Yeah. Like there's like, this um, Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I am I love my list. Uh, if uh, just based on my rankings, I have uh, well, your I first have, pick. First I have pick. two guys in my tier one, which is only four people: Damian Chazelle and Jordan Peele. Um, two guys who I think might go on to define the next decade. Of course, um, yeah. Then also we have a mix of both uh, artiste stuff as well as. Uh, good fun movie theater popcorn things with Ryan Coogler, Barry Jenkins, Ryan Johnson, uh, a guy who I think could has the potential to be the next Hitchcock in Ari Aster as far as horror thrillers directors go. What about the Eggman? Well, Eggman isn't. I don't even know what to call him. He's like a new thing. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not a I think Ari, Ari's going to go more for the thriller yeah. horror aspect. If I were to guess on what they're. Eggers they're is like the go. first Eggers. Eggers uh, has invented I'm trying time to travel. Pe- I That's drafted. What it is. I'm now looking at my team. I drafted people whose movies give yeah. me kind of panic attacks. Um, uh, and then, of course, my legends, Wes Anderson and the Coen brothers. And then James Mangold. And Lulu Wong. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I instead of getting Lulu Wong, I almost drafted somebody pure from the heart, and I'm really sad they didn't get drafted. And that's Sean Baker. Yeah, but the thing I, is, is, this guy's like ultra low budget. We don't know how know, much but traction he can get. With I his have projects. such an affinity towards I know He's both so, Tangerine so and good. the Florida Project, and the way that he is able to tap into a culture on such a low budget and establish a tone in that way is something that just nobody else can really do anyone that's posting on letterboxd that much you have to wonder if they really are hustling to make movies that's why (laughs) he has nothing lined up which is the only reason why (laughs) yeah you like you know what i mean like He's really like he's obsessively logging every movie he watches. I will say, is he making any movie? No. So a couple of other people that we left off again: Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh, a king. He is working yeah. constantly. Yeah. Hey, Spike Lee. Spike Lee. He Nobody has, got Spike well, Lee. Well, the thing is, because he's obviously very hit or miss in his whole career, but he has shit lined up a yeah. lot. Yeah. He has a uh, new movie coming out this year. Also, Scorsese, who Marty. Like we want to say he's old as shit, but he just keeps doing stuff. Yeah, right? he has a movie lined he up with Leo and Robert De Niro. Yeah, so you would um, at least get that on your on so your list. There's that. Um, Guillermo del Toro. Nobody got. Mm-hmm. James Gray was another one that hurt me to cut because I really love Ad Astra and Lost City of Z. Uh, James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Nobody get James Gunn. Carrie Fukunaga. No one got the new Suicide Squad movie. Hey Jenkins. <laughs> Nobody got it. Ben Stiller. Nobody, Nobody got, got Tom Hooper. Nobody got Olivia Wilde. God damn it! No, I, here's if we, we cats really could have done like we really could have done fifteen deep because now like in my other tier, I love my tier four people. It's like Lee Winnell, Paul King. The guy who made the Paddington yeah. movies. Hey, also, uh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski, yeah. I really thought you were going to pick Bradley Cooper there. 
Brad Coops. When I was talking about, yeah, 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 no, I know. That was a thought I had. However, I need to see one more movie from that guy. Okay. Mark Webb, Matthew Vaughn, another couple directors Um, that didn't get. Yeah. Lynn Ramsey. I thought that you might, Ernest, I thought that you might have gone with Lynn Ramsey. Because yeah, I know how much you really a, like. Uh, That's um, just one movie. You were never really here. Yeah, but yeah. It's not enough. It's yeah. not enough. I'll tell you the two others that haven't been mentioned yet that I was really keen on. Charlie Kaufman, who has one. Yeah. The thing is with him, like the he, thing is, if I'm on an island, I don't want to watch. <laughs> if I watch a Charlie Kaufman movie, I will just kill myself right yeah, then on the island. You got to take into account on an island, you're really lonely. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Kaufman, he's got a movie this year, so that's guaranteed. Uh, and then also Spike Jones, yeah. Who if, Spike Jones? If, if he makes a movie, that's that is, well, thing. that's why he didn't get drafted that's because why, uh, we we cannot disagree with his catalog. The it's last just that he doesn't make movies. When, when did her come out? 2013. 2013. Seven. Yeah. Years. There's guys. no way you could take him. That's when insane. that that yeah. gap is there. <laughs> I mean, there's that, and then there's also the projecting forward, which is why I didn't draft a guy like Adam McKay, who I love a lot of his older stuff, but, but I do like not vice. like some of the stuff that he has been attached to. Lately. Yeah, and also he is a giant producer. I will like, say, all he does is produce. Another now. person who may, has made fun, aside from Twelve Years a Slave, yeah. fun movies, Steve McQueen. Hey, Widows was good. Widows is a fun movie. Yeah, I, I like really Widows. like Widows. Um, Hey, James Wan, David Lowry, David who made a ghost story. <sighs> David he could La- have a good career I, ahead. David of him. Lowry was also in the running for my last pick. Again, he only made a ghost story, but like that movie, oof, Jesus. What about Christ. Jason Reitman? He has that uh, Ghostbusters reboot coming up. He did Tully. Can I uh, read you some of mine on my do not draft list? Um, they include Tom Hooper. Don't you fucking dare. Shane Black. Uh, hey, Clint the Eastwood is um, <laughs> Dan Gilroy. I'm out on you. Ron Howard. I'm out on you. Nicholas Winding Refn selling all the stock. Todd Phillips. Your best is behind you with Joker. Um, <laughs> he Zach graduated Snyder, college. I'm, you gotta be proud. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Sorry, Don't not a fan Harry of Glass. Uh, Darren Aronofsky. Uh, Mother, go fuck yourself. Um, he was on the yeah. list, right, Aronofsky? Yeah, yeah he no. was. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. And then uh, some other people that you chose on there, like Luck Besson yeah. and Luc David Bizon. David Yates. Yeah, David Yates made his name making Harry Potter movies. Yeah, I was. I saw that you put him on. I was like, who the fuck is David <laughs> well, Yates? And I looked him up. I was like, oh, he made all the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, he's and still the, making and the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, he's still oh. making them. <laughs> Oh, so uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Harry Potter movies are good. Well, he made the, the Harry Potter movies that aren't as memorable. Yeah, the thing <laughs> with Harry Potter is like they were trying all these different directors, like Chris Columbus. Yeah, I got I got my Harry Potter guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they landed on David Yates, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're good. We'll just let you keep making the rest of yeah. them forever." The I think on my list, the real guy that I. I hope has something bigger in him is Bombach because there is obviously a floor with him. He's gonna make really good movies, but I think. The, the Netflix thing is going to benefit him going forward because there's no number you can put on the value it made. However, it was huge in the mm-hmm. conversation for a while. Yeah. So people are going to see it as like a $50 million movie when maybe it would not have made that. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm not saying he's going to agree to like take on a property, but I'm saying he's going to have whatever budget he wants moving forward. We also, I can't believe none of us drafted in your E2. Yeah. I thought that one of us was going to get in your well, E2. I personally he hasn't made anything. 
Well, yeah, because he made Birdman and Revenant like back to back years, yeah. and then he's just like, he's I will go into good. hibernation he's for been, a few yeah, years. He's been what gone. about um, Ricky Dinks? Ricky Links Dinks. Uh, his Rich. best is uh, sorry, Rink. Well, uh, no, R- maybe Richard... before before uh... after after dawn after dawn. Let's get a new trilogy going. That will yeah. take place in our window, <laughs> the next before movie. It would, if yeah. It, if it comes out. I mean, Wait, he that does would be have, 2022, so he yeah. He has yeah. a project lined up that he is, it's like a reverse boyhood that he's shooting. Benjamin Button? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> he's like, Fincher got it all wrong. I got this. He's making a Bill Hicks biopic and a John Brinkley biopic. So he does work. And, wow, he has a lot of stuff he, happening. He works, like... He that's made the, Where'd You Go Bernadette last year, but that's the problem is that he makes a lot of he has, nobody, nobody we will cared. never like we wow. did we did like a uh, whole directors watch through for uh Quentin Tarantino. We could never do that with Linklater because it's a lot of trash. But he whenever has, he, hits, he has he four movies hits. already lined up. You, we actually can't say that about anyone that any of us drafted. Pretty, Four yeah. on IMDb. I, uh, I w- actually, James Mangold has like eight projects. Like yeah, that. yeah. He has so fucking hey, many. Hey, speaking of busy, John Favreau. Oh, that was someone on my he's list. He's actually on my don't draft list. Because I don't. Of the Jungle uh, Book, well, uh, The Lion King. Because I don't know if he knows how to do things that aren't attached to a franchise. Swingers, Sorry, Swingers Chef. is a fucking awesome Sorry, movie. Chef. Swingers is a great movie. Yeah, that was 25 years ago. I know. I'm just saying. He, I know. No, Swingers, yeah. He gets it. He also just gets how much money he's making by doing franchises. Also, is he going to keep making movies? Because apparently his Netflix show is very profitable for yeah, Netflix. Chef show. He's so, not going to give up movies for the Chef show. I don't know. He just gets to cook and he gets paid like a fucking yeah, billion I know. dollars But also, it. he's been making that while making like insanely time-intensive movies. If he j- could just make whatever he wanted, he would. What does directing include on a movie like The Lion King? <laughs> You put Is on a VR to- headset <laughs> for no, no, because he didn't even do that. It was a uh, um, uh, Caleb Deschanel was the cinematographer he, he, he who actually put, put on, on the headset. No, he for for a movie like that, it literally is just being the voice that chooses whenever there's any you know uh, question. Yeah, that's that's what it is because it's not. It's obviously, more of like a no classical camera. version of a director where it's just you are literally telling people what. Yeah, to do. you're the guy who knows enough about everything that you can be the final decision maker. That's it. Um, and I think that he does like he could have been drafted and I would not have been offended because he he's a smart guy. He's a funny guy and he has stuff left in the tank. He's not even that old. J.J. Abrams. I don't I don't care about J.J. Abrams. I, I don't give a fuck about same, that. Same. I'm just going to go ahead and copy and paste what I said about John Favreau into J.J. Abrams. Yeah, that's a guy I don't give a shit. Tim about. Burton. I mean, <laughs> well, Dumbo. Dumbo 2 does sound promising, so. All right, well, I think we can wrap it up there. Thank you for listening. We will get back to you in 15 years on how our list did. I can't wait to call you guys up 15 years from now in dystopic America. Yeah, Mad Max world. Hey, George Miller? Mad Max? So that I actually, I kind of wanted to put him on there, but I don't think he's ever going to make another movie. I will say, once again, David Lynch, I love you very much. I am wearing a Twin Peaks The Return shirt in honor of you right now. Please don't be upset at me and not drafting at you. But I hope that Showtime just like opens up a truckload full of $100 bills and that you'll make something else. Please, yeah. Or Netflix. Give me more. Yeah. Yeah, give me something. Thank please, you for listening. Please, mm-hmm. dear God. 
Tell us who you think won. Yeah. And leave leave us a voicemail about it. Anchor.fm slash we bought a mic. Follow us on Letterboxd. Follow us on Twitter. Donate at anchor.fm slash we bought a mic. Thank you, Brett, once again for donating. And stick around. We got a lot of good stuff coming at you. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.